Hi friends, couple quick things. Um, if you have some spare time, book a flight or a balloon ride to Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, TJ and I will be there September 7th at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. So come inside the house, help yourself to a ladle filled with nougat, and uh, we're looking forward to a good time there. I hope to meet you. Uh, the following weekend, I'm going to be uh, solo. I'm going to be in Cincinnati at Go Bananas Comedy Club. That's uh, September 11th through 14th, so come join me. I'm not in the Midwest very often. That's Go Bananas, September 11th through 14th. Dishay. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. started she's like I don't like what they're doing this isn't that fun it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be I'm out of here we're gonna have to see for those of you at home this is cashing in with TJ Miller I am Cash Levy how you feeling tonight you can't really see at home and some people like to watch from their homes but you can't really see what just happened, so I'll describe it. This lady in the front row, right as I came out on stage, just got up and laughed. She's just like, I don't, he's not what I thought he'd look like. This is bullshit. So she laughed, and uh, this is exciting, though. There's a lot of excitement in here tonight. I see a lot of, uh, uh, of three-ply cash stackers in the mix. Uh, people just sitting on each other's laps all the way to the ceiling. Uh, I see some masks out there. Uh, it feels good. We're doing a live episode from uh, San Diego uh, here tonight. Can I hear? Can I hear a shy shy? Can you hear me a shy shy? Yeah. See, it's not as easy as it looks. Then when I really like you at the end of the show. Um, it's exciting. We're here for the, uh, uh, for the World Podcast Cup. I don't know if you've heard, but me and uh, TJ Miller uh, are in the finals of the World Podcast Cup. Uh, and it, when you think of the heavyweight shows that are left, it's pretty daunting. It, it really is. Uh, it's down to our podcast and three others. Uh, from Japan, uh, Yenning In with TJ's son. <laughs> from uh, Mexico, El De Niro with Senor Miller. And uh, last year's title winner, uh, franking in with Monjour TJ. Uh, but they're in trouble. Uh, ma- apparently, Monjour TJ uh, bit somebody on an episode. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little ticked off. All these other podcasts are sort of taking our format uh, and copycatting it around the world. Uh, all these identical uh, formats. And some of them don't even show us the proper respect that we deserve. Uh, El Denoro's been talking some smack this week. 
Uh, much yang has been spoken. And I just would like that little uh, garbage cock to Febreze his peepers. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but the only way to shut him up would be to be victorious in tonight's show. Uh, we're competing uh, worldwide. Uh, there's going to be a vote at the end of the evening worldwide. And uh, we're competing, and so I'm ready. I'm wearing my finest cloth leg tubes. <laughs> Uh, this evening, or as you might like to call them, uh, uh, pants. <laughs> I also am wearing uh, some long Jonathans, uh, in case I find myself in a sticky zipper situation. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, you don't know what I'm talking about. Twelve and a half? Twelve and a half stick around, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so it's great. It's exciting. I have a great guest for you tonight. I'm very excited uh, for today's show. The star of the movie Blackfish is here. Uh, or was supposed to be here, uh, Shamu. Uh, and Shamu had committed to come on with me, but uh, he canceled at the last minute, deciding to go on... Uh, yeah, he decided to go on Marin instead. Uh, apparently he doesn't just eat people, he's also a star fucker. So, it's kind of upsetting, it really is. Um, but this is an important episode, so I thought I'd bring in the best. I thought I'd bring in the first guest I ever had on my show, Cashing In with T.J. Miller... Uh, please welcome the star of uh, Yogi Bear 3D. <laughs> TJ Miller's here with us. Give it up for TJ. <laughs> TJ. Thank you, San Diego. How the hell are you? Uh, just improvise for a second while I just make sure the tape is working. I see that you've ordered a fancy cosmopolitan-like cocktail in the front row. Are you celebrating anything? No. Me neither. <laughs> okay, is that enough time? <laughs> Do one more gag. One more. Hey, uh, what's my favorite thing about San Diego? Why? That people say what so lackadaisically <laughs> in response to a question about their city. I think it's a great city. I think it's an interesting thing that they have SeaWorld here. Um, because I think they should put SeaWorld in a place where there's no sea. Don't you think? Like Missouri. Like, I think it's really? weird that they put it in a... Like, where they, someone can say, you know, business is down. We've got this new competitor, uh, the Pacific. <laughs> it's, it is you know? Don't you think it's strange? I don't... I mean, you, then you're thinking of it as the world. Like, look, we've made a world of sea in the middle of Arizona... San Diego's like, see, this is the world underneath oh, of us. See, uh, okay, yeah. It's just two different things. I you won that argument. Crazy. Thank you. Good how night. Big, <laughs> how big? World Podcast Cup winner. How big? How big of a identity? Do you think that San Diego's identity is mostly SeaWorld? What do you guys think about that? I, I see one dude with a beard and a flannel shirt that's like, fuck no. <laughs> You better believe it's not. We got great music. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it is hard that that is a big part of the identity of, of SeaWorld, right? Yeah. I, mean, I, didn't see the, I didn't see the movie. Oh, what? Yeah, I didn't see the movie about... Yeah. The movie uh, Blackfish. No, don't. Was it don't upsetting? watch it. One girl in the audience is like, never see it. <laughs> Do you think it's a real black... Fish on the mark of San Diego. You think it's a fish mark on the blackness of That's San Diego? Some people call them water marks. We call them fish marks. Do you think? Yeah, I'm, I was I was upset when I heard about uh, you know, but you know, it, 
the whale, it's called a killer whale. What did happen? Did the it's right in the name. It's right in the name that maybe you got to be careful. Yeah, if, you're, if it's a killer whale, yeah, just don't get near it. Look for a blue whale. If there was a person <laughs> with the name Killer attached to him, he'd stay away. Yeah. Hi, I'm Killer Cash. You'd yeah. sort of be like, get yeah. away. You'd you know? think he might be packing heat right now. I better be careful for a, a brouhaha or perhaps a Donnybrook situation. He's packing heat. Don't let him get a sniffy off. That's right. You guys ever heard that expression? No, not at get all. A, get the not sniffy? No, I... Speaking of a great place to go in a Donnybrook situation, there's a place next door called the uh, Double Deuce, uh, which uh, I like to call it... Unfortunately named. I I like to call it Four. And uh, they have a a mechanical bull inside, which... Is that ever a good idea to mix alcohol? And it's like a concussion machine (laughs) that they have in there. I, I, I think you do it once. Who are the people that are doing it the next time they're at the bar? They're like, you guys remember the bull? We're doing that again. <laughs> and then nobody wants to get on the bull a it's second like the, it's, time. It's and the, isn't it always It's just, the paddle boating of bars. Yeah, that's true too. You know? Nobody gets in a paddle boat a second time Never. the next day like, Never. yeah. Remember when we thought something I'm romantic would mostly be just a... Huge fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> Whenever I'm in a paddle boat about, I'm like, God damn it, I could have just, I could have just bought her flowers or something. <laughs> I'm doing something aerobic to be like, yeah, this is the archetype of romance. <laughs> Look, this is my favorite thing about San Diego, though. I, I, let me just read this to you. Do you guys know how San Diego was named? Right, Saint Saint Diego. One girl goes San Diego. <laughs> Do you know how his name? Well, it was San Diego who named it after himself. Check this out. On a hunting trip, <laughs> listen to this. On a hunting trip, Henry of Castile fell from his horse and injured his arm. In intense pain, the doctors uh, relieved his agony, went to Alcala and prayed to Didacus for a cure. The saint's body was removed from his casket. So this was his first uh, miracle. He was removed from a casket. Not a basket. A casket. <laughs> and placed beside the king, uh, and then the saint's hand touched the arm, and the king felt the pain disappear. So that was his first miracle. He made some pain in a king's arm disappear, and he had already died. His second one... Wait, uh, <laughs> Should we talk about him each individually? Because does that yeah. mean the king was like, ah, you made my elbow feel better? This city is called Cash Levy. <laughs> Whatever it is. Why? That, so that's his miracle? That's one, that's one of his miracles. The second dead. one is even more crazy. Don Carlos, uh, Prince of Asturias, uh, he was a rebellious character. <laughs> we have to throw that into the mix. He was a rebellious character. Is this on like Wikipedia? On the, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, say that like I, have I, don't know, I, I, I can't answer that well, at this time. I, I have my team of writers send this to me. Uh, a lot of people don't realize is there's a whole warehouse filled with people. It's weird you keep them in a warehouse. Yeah, it, it's, it's uh, we keep them. We have, they have ropes tied to their uh, ankles, and they uh, it, it's a really bad destitute situation. The rope uh, has a lot of slack, though. Yeah. So everybody can walk wherever they want. It's just everybody has a rope. Yeah. Well, sometimes they even get. Yeah. Sometimes they get tied up. Even. There is a tangling element that makes it a difficult working environment. It is. It's really. It's the fear of tangling which keeps people from working longer for us. 
is for their job interview, that's the first thing I ask when someone's going to write for the show. I say, do you fear tangling? How are you with tangling? Let me see. And then we tangle their hair and just see if they don't freak out. Yeah. That's the second interview. The first one, we just tussle their hair. I went that's for it, the, and I, I was a strikeout. That's called the tussle test. <laughs> Indeed, that's the case. On the night of 1562, April 19th, he was groping around in the dark after a night spent with some Such ladies. A funny segue. I do like a segue. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In the night of 1652. <laughs> he was groping around in the dark. Who after- is... Who is doing anything but groping, to be fair? Don Carlos. Well, that's true. Don Carlos was. But you're never sort of, you know, reaching in in the dark, right? Yeah, well... You're never even grasping. He's groping in the night. Yeah. That's going to get you in trouble any way you look at it. The only way he'd be grasping is if there were some straws around. I maintain that if you're grasping for straws, you're already in a place that's terrible because straws are the only thing you can grasp for. <laughs> you're fucked. There's no getting out of it. Are you in a well where there's like a foot of straws right before yeah. you could even get... That's awful. Yeah. You can't even grasp for the walls. All there is is the straws they put on there like some horrific joke on your own death. <laughs> It kind of makes me think, I mean, who's putting these needles in these haystacks? Shouldn't that person be stopped? Have you ever tried looking for a, a straw of hay in a needle stack? It's a lot harder It'll to do. cut the shit out of your dick. Yeah, really well. Huh? You want to talk it up, buddy? You'll cut your dick. Yeah. And you know you the... fucking maniac! You know, the only one that can fix it is San Diego. If he puts his arm on your penis. We went for it. You went for it, and all they're like, we're not from here. Yeah, you're like, we all traveled in. I don't think we need this backstory. No, I think just, are a lot of people, are a lot of you from San Diego originally? Okay. Yeah. So, a couple of people at the end are like, I'll tell you what, not only am I not going to clap, I'm going to yell no. I'm going to be abrasive about this. Um, no. I'm not from San Diego. I'm from Santa Cruz, motherfucker. Let me tell you what I've touched an elbow or two. I've known to grope once in a while. But at least I was alive. So he was groping in the middle of the night. He he was groping some ladies after a night spent with some ladies. So he wasn't groping the ladies. He was groping around in the dark after a night spent with some ladies. Yeah, well, listen, if if it goes well with more than a few ladies, when you get home, you open the door, you'll be groping for the light switch. (laughs) Have a good evening, officer. (laughs) Have a good evening, officer. That's how I get out of every legal situation. <laughs> hey, are you urinating on a kid over there? Let me tell you this. Every time you want to get uh, out of a legal situation or you just act like Mark Twain, is that what you're saying? Hey, if you've had a fun time with a few ladies, I could see you putting a, a little needle you found in a haystack. Or piece of hay found in a needle stack in your mouth and saying I have been dealing meth 
that joke's going to win us the World Podcast Cup. We're going for it. It could be us tonight. What, what would be the analogy for a penalty kick at the end of the podcast? Is it just us versus it's gonna be Aaron? It's going to be a, a triple banger off if there's a, right? Yeah, well, if there's some kind of tie or something. But there won't be a tie. Okay. Yeah. In any event, listen to this. I just want you to tell you, he, he fell down some stairs. Best segues in the business. <laughs> One is in 1556, the Duchess of Earlton in San Diego, Pistina. The other one is, in any event, listen, listen to this. You've done the show before. Here's, here's what I've experienced when you've done my show. I would have to write hundreds and thousands of segues to get back to what I wanted to talk about. So yes, they are all awkward at a certain point. Look, 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 look. In 1922. He fell down some stairs, landed on his head, and uh, next morning he was found unconscious, partially paralyzed, he became blind, um, etc. Uh, etc. His dick was cut off by a griffin, you know. Oh, here's a good one. It goes on and on. It goes on and on. At the end of it, his head swelled to an enormous size. At what point is someone's head swelling and you're like, okay, this is no longer getting big. This, this is, is enormous. enormous. Yeah. yeah. So in a moment of lucidity, he asked that he wanted to make a personal petition to St. Didatius. That was okay. his moment of lucidity? Yeah, that was what he did when he was he's lucid. Like, I, need to call, I need to talk to St. It's so difficult to say I forgot what it is. Yeah, you'd think he would say, I'm lucid now. Can you bring in those girls I was groping? Before? Yeah, give them over. I've got gigantic, enormous head to give them. <laughs> How did you turn Plus this? this? I'm coming to play. Are you guys coming to watch? <laughs> this is what I saw. The saint's body was brought to his chambers, and uh, uh, they placed uh, one of Carlos's hands upon the chest of Saint Didatius, uh, whereupon the prince fell into deep and peaceful sleep, and uh, and then he died. And uh, no, he didn't. Uh, got you there. Six hours later, he awoke and related that in a dream he saw the saint telling him that he would not die. Uh, the prince recovered from his brush with death. So those are the two miracles, and really, I think that San Diego should be called. Uh, uh, weekend at Bernie's. Uh, because this guy did more dead than alive. And any lineup. And like Bernie, he didn't do that cool of stuff. He's like, your elbow's okay. Then someone's like, I'm so sick, I'm gonna die. He's like, no, you won't. And then the guy gets better. And yeah, now we have a city about him that. It should be called San, San Bernie's or C. San Bernias? San Bernias? Or San, San it should not Bernies? be called San Diego. So I think we should start a petition. Or maybe we should raise St. Didius from the dead, and he would be on board. Well, what, what's St. Didius doing? Uh, Didacus? I don't know. I got confused. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. It's impossible to remember. My writers aren't very thorough. St. Didacus. Didacus? I don't know how to pronounce it. St. Didius is good, because then if his apostles, if he, like, disses somebody... You know, like another apostle from an opposing religion. And all of his like apostle homies could be like, Oh no, he didn't is. <laughs> oh yes, he said did he is. 
Again, I came to play. Are you here to help? You know what I think we should do? I mean, that is a pun yeah. of a fake, or at least a new name of a saint's. Yeah. But also, yo mama joke yeah. context yeah. riff that the audience, for the most part, was like, we appreciate the effort. <laughs> <laughs> It's terrifying. I don't even know Latin. <laughs> I think we should kick things off with a, a section of the show that we like to call the Triple Bayer Lightning Round. Best amusement park in the San Diego area uh, SeaWorld. Relax, sister. <laughs> We'll get to yeah. it. SeaWorld, Legoland, or Tijuana? <laughs> if I could count the number of blowjobs I've gotten in Legoland. <laughs> Are you nervous about the recording? Every time you go like this, I'm like... Uh, you I just did the last one, though, that was big. That's and it true. It almost did fall over. Cash is very neurotic about the recording. I am. Because he cares about not only the people that are here tonight, but the people listening at home or at somebody else's home, creepily, under their bed. <laughs> yeah, how many people listen underneath beds? How, what, you guys, we yeah, should be doing? doing more under beds in general. Yeah. Under, well, my son was really sick the other day. We had, like, 24-hour flu. And I couldn't find him, and I found him just on the hardwood floor, just laying completely naked on the hardwood floor. And he's like, Dada, it feels pretty good here. And I'm like, yes, you know, a lot of drunk people have discovered that same thing. You know, and it's true, and I lay down next to him, and it does. I mean, why aren't we sleeping in different places? I think it's weird we always... Why are we always sleeping in this bed? People even sleep on the same side of the bed. Why aren't we? Why shouldn't it be? Why aren't we sleeping in a hammock during certain w. times C. of year? Fields, w. C. Fields used to have trouble sleeping, and he would sleep. He would sleep under the pool table. Sometimes he would bring the sprinkler in from outside and sleep on the pool table with an umbrella out, just because he was like, "I sleep better when it's situations where I've never slept before." <laughs> it's so hilarious and amazing, but also true that like. Yeah. Well, I, do, I also think if you're in trouble or you're feeling sad, go under your bed. Like I, yeah. I think it would be hard for it'd be hard for Kate to come home and be like, "TJ, goddammit. it, you understand? I've been calling you. I'm trying. I was at I was at the grocery store or whatever." She would say, I'd "Be like, where are you? I'm pissed at you." And I'm just under the bed. I'm like, I'm under here. Dramatic, isn't and it? She's like, "What? I'm under the bed." <laughs> What's wrong? You're always going to ask that. You go, yeah. I just, I couldn't be on top of the bed. <laughs> I had to be underneath. <laughs> well, I've been, you know, I take my showers in the dark, right? Which I started doing. Have any of you done Anybody else started doing that? It's yeah. great, yeah. Really? All right, so a lot, of people in here, a lot of people in here don't know what you're talking about. Just explain to them your theory, and I'll explain Yeah, this why is very it's peaceful. Good. I think that sight often takes away from the pleasure of, of um, <laughs> what you're experiencing, and there's nothing to see in the shower. Uh, especially with my body. and uh, <laughs> But there's nothing to see, really. Well, we think and too so, much about our bodies. Yeah. Why not we just think, take that So we out take of that the out of the equation, equation take sight out of the equation, and, and that actually enhances the other senses. Um, so the shower is very pleasurable, and I'll stay in there for two, three hours uh, at a time. Long. And that, that seems long. And that is the secret to fatherhood. And... Uh, <laughs> 
Um, but I've been doing that. But I also um, have been uh, once in a while going and taking naps inside. Uh, it's not a large closet. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I'm sorry. It's a tiny closet. But I've actually been sleeping in there once in a while. It's not big enough to put a bed in. It's not. I just curl up in there, and the clothing is on top of me. It feels good. So you've been sleeping, really? Sometimes I've been meditating in the closet. Yeah. Here's, here's what I think is interesting. So I think a lot of you are like, well, yeah, showers in the dark, whatever, that's weird. But it really is, if you do it, not only, and this is a, I've been reading this Bertrand Russell guy, and it's like a big thing that he talks about is, if you, it doesn't matter if you know useless things. If you just look something up on Wikipedia, you don't need to know it for some reason. It's just... It's a nice thing to know something new. If you go in and you take a shower without any light, it's just dark, it makes you think about the experience differently. And then that will make you go on to something else and be like, you know what? Maybe I can order at McDonald's without using my voice. <laughs> Maybe I can order with my penis. No, stop. I'm going to stand by this. So why not try that? Why not go and be like, eh. uh, <laughs> one of the big ones, you know? And then, and then kind of mac on the cashier a little bit. Like, uh, 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 uh. And then they give you a Big Mac. Why not try that? Why not take a, a Because you, who has the time? I'm hungry. The reason I'm going to fast food is because I'm hungry. Now, I would do fast, that more. I would, the food. It's the fast part. I would do that more at a, like a really fancy restaurant where I have more time. Where it's all about the experience. Right? Uh huh. He wants escargot. Bring it. Oh, thank you. Listen, I, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to just ask a little question about Tijuana. I haven't got to Tijuana yet, and I'm going to. This is sort of. Oh, I think there's no way yeah, this we're, is, this we're is, doing any of the other triple bangers. Well, this is sort of. No, this isn't another triple banger. This is sort of an extra part of that question. Uh, these are things no one has said after going to Tijuana, and I want you to. Um, Tell me which one your favorite is, okay? Things no one has said uh, after going to Tijuana. Uh, best honeymoon ever. <laughs> okay. Somebody uh, has said that. You think so? Okay. Yeah, but it was uh, when they went and they woke up and the woman that they hated but forced them to marry them because of terrible criminal circumstances in her family ended up dead. Like then in the morning, he's like, She's dead? This is the best honeymoon ever. <laughs> I went too far for not enough. That's what that's called, everybody. That should be the name of uh, a CD or a DVD. Too far for not enough. <laughs> I like that. That's the name of my autobiography. Write that down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, things no one has said after going to Tijuana. Uh, it was even better sober. <laughs> that's it. Uh, uh, hand sanitizer? No thanks. <laughs> I... It's the second one, to be sure. Well, but there's, there's actually 20 of them. Well, then let's hear the other 40. <laughs> <laughs> I did something I was really proud of in Tijuana. <laughs> okay, should have cut that one. <laughs> the problem is I overindulge with the writing, and then I have to do them because I get curious if people might like them. Can I go back to the hand sanitizer okay. one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The second one. What's the second one? It that's was even better one. sober. That's the best one. But then the next okay. one I think would help if it was rhyming. So it's either it was even better sober or with the hand sanitizer one. Uh, hand sanitizer? No thanks. It should be hand sanit. Sorry, hand sanitizer? No thanks. A sanitizer. <laughs> if it was that, I would choose that. 
It was even better sober is good, but because the way you said it, hand sign it, hand, <laughs> hand San Diego, hand sanitizer, hand don't sanitizer. <laughs> Mean what? Do you think I understand anything I'm saying? It's ridiculous when everything is nonsense that I say it, then someone's like, hold on. <laughs> um, okay, a few more uh, things you know as I said if they're going to Tijuana. Uh, but a few more. Uh, a few more. Uh, the tourists ruined this place. <laughs> sort of like you hated it and you're like no actually we like it now I was just there was three uh, Tijuana nationals in the yeah. back that are like yeah, yeah fine. Well, we better There's support the tourism yeah uh, a couple more uh, here's things no one has said in Tijuana it's right near the library uh, uh, okay here's the last one um Things no one said he wanna do these stuffed animals come with drugs in them or do I have to put them in myself? <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna close with that. That's what's beautiful about having twenty more. I can just keep going. I think what I think is interesting is So how many weeks it. are you staying? <laughs> so no one only no one ever stays more than one day, do they? I think I don't know. I mean to be honest with you. People rave about this place on Yelp. (laughs) There we go. Done. There we go. Wow, you guys gave me a heart attack. I went to Tijuana to do research. You were there for three weeks. (laughs) Have you been there? Nothing good happens there. I think, yeah, I've been there. Not nothing good, you know. I, mean, I, I feel so fun. I feel so, like, loving towards San Diego because this is where I came. I snuck into my first Super Bowl here. Really? Yeah, at the time it was uh, Jack Murphy Stadium, which I guess is called, uh, is it still like a Qualcomm? Those of you that don't know, how many people have never heard the podcast by round of applause? Anybody? So yeah, Cash can sneak into a lot of places. He snuck into hundreds of events right. over the course of his life. He was snuck first. into a Super Bowl. No, right. he just snuck in here. Right, and this this was my first Super Bowl. And we drove. My friend and I said we were looking at colleges uh, in uh, the Tijuana area, and uh, <laughs> we were really good students. And our parents were like, "Go!" And so we got in the car. And we drove what eight or ten hours from the Bay Area, and our only intent was to sneak into the Super Bowl. And we get there, and there's this old man. Uh, sort of, we walk around the stadium like six times. We're like, "This is going to be tough. We're not going to be able to sneak into this." This is brutal. And then we finally saw this guy sort of sitting against this fence, and he was uh, doing something behind his back. And to this day, I've never uh, done any sneak-ins or any uh, things are defaced or, uh, you know, there's no wire cutters. But this is the only time this guy, uh, behind his back, he, was, he had uh, Bronco paint on his face. He cut a hole in the fence, and we walked over to him. He's like, hey, you guys. And, uh, and then this old man came over who had snuck into every Super Bowl. And, uh, he was like a 65, seven-year-old man. He snuck into the Superdome in a laundry cart. He, he was started like some Obi-Wan Kenobi. He was the Obi-Wan He walked over. This is a, a sh- I swear to God, he walked over. He goes, yeah, it looks like this is the spot. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. And he started telling us these stories about you know, how he had snuck into every Super Bowl. He went into the Superdome in a laundry cart, all this stuff. What? And he had this younger woman Wait, with him. He went into the... 
uh, in a laundry cart? Inside a laundry cart. He had all these amazing stories. He was an inspiration to me. Um, I mean, I've never met anyone like him. It makes me just feel so happy that does San Diego is so I, special I to me. I can't believe that this is real. Yeah, this is all real. And so then he was with this woman. I'm trying to just like, listen, listen. Yeah. The Obi-Wan Kenobi of Snake yeah. came up to me. He's like, I stuck into the 82 Superdome yeah. in a laundry cart. It's really special to me. And I'm like, this, none of this seems real. He's like, you know, but it is. So... <laughs> Because I think I told, told this story on another podcast, but I... Um, no, it is real. It's just insane to me that some elderly guy with a beard is like, well, I see you found your way into this Super Bowl. Yeah. In 1962, I was inside of a dust bowl in Kansas and we passed off as a housing unit for potato salad in the 1934 World Series. <laughs> So, so he's got this lady with him, and she's got to be 30 years younger than him. She's probably like 35, all right? And he's like 65. And we snuck under. I went first, and we snuck under this one fence and under a second fence, and then we climbed to the top of the stadium. And I'll never forget just hanging on the top of the stadium. Because it had these like uh, temporary bleachers that we climbed up, and we kind of used those as like monkey bars, climbed to the top. And we found out later that's not how the old man got in. Uh, he, he wasn't able to make the climb. So we saw him at halftime. <laughs> this is a beautiful thing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. His life is just casually folklore. Yeah. <laughs> and this gets better. So, I, so we see him at halftime. So we, we managed to hang there for a while because there was a security guard right on the other side. And we just waited. We were just hanging there. And then the security guard walked away and we jumped over. And we were in the Super Bowl. And we, you know, it was an amazing experience. And we see this guy at halftime. We're like, oh, my God, how did you get in? It was like, a, you know, like breaking out of prison, I would imagine, and seeing someone in, in uh, Tijuana. So uh, <laughs> we were breaking to into a sporting event. Yeah. We see him. And we're like, where's your uh, girlfriend? And he's like, yeah, she didn't make it. <laughs> And then, and then I'm like, oh my god! And he had a beer in his hand. He took a sip. He's like, she knew the risks. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's great. And how did he get in? Do you know? We don't in? know. I still, I'm, I don't know. To this day, you're like, how did you get in? He's like, <laughs> that's a story for the 2034 Wimbledon. <laughs> See you there. <laughs> I love this new character of yours. You uh, can play this guy. Does you can, too, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you could play this guy. If, if we make a movie about this guy that snuck into every Super Bowl, uh, you could play the part of it. You, you're doing a good job. I have the voice for it. Yeah. I sound like I was a blues singer in the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Anything I'm doing that's like vaguely referential to something that requires... Any kind of mental acuity, everyone in here is like, Jesus, dude, it's fucking 11.30, it's Wednesday. <laughs> we were fucked up, and we're currently getting fucked up. So talk about the 1800s some other time. <laughs> Let's make our way to how your dick looks like a grindcore band. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. Move on. Let's do the format. Okay. Okay. Tri- this is a triple banger lightning round. Question two. Question two. And these triple bangers, they go quick. Trust me. Uh, things you wouldn't find a great man bragging about. Okay? Uh, things you wouldn't find a great man bragging about. He once rode a donkey into the Grand Canyon. He has the high score at Donkey Kong. 
or he co-starred in a donkey show. <laughs> I think that's number one. Right? A donkey in the Grand Canyon, that's kind of hard. He's like, you know what? That is a weird woman bragging, though. Hey, you know what? He may be kind of brash and boorish in public outings, but I'm going to tell you, everybody else took a horse into the Grand Canyon. He rode a donkey. And some people ride a donkey down. I know, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, I took the donkey. Fuck it. (laughs) I took the donkey. But no one is like, he co-starred at least be like he starred in a donkey yeah, show. Yeah. That just means he played second fiddle to the donkey's dick. Well, look, next time you think that humanity has like advanced in some meaningful way, I think you need to remember that there are still donkey shows. Okay, and, and until that stops, no, no. And next time, uh, we have not progressed as a species. And, here's me. And yeah? next, next time you're thinking about how much humanity has progressed as a species... And then you immediately think about donkey shows? You're part of the problem. You just said exactly what I said, except funnier. That's why I love having you as a guest. You can rephrase something sort of funny and make it twice as funny. Now, this guy, you're a genius. That's why you're here for the World Podcast Cup. Well, we're trying to get these penalty kicks. And for me, that's anytime you don't finish a triple banger in half an hour. Okay. I apologize. Next Let's one. Now, I know you're going to spend some time. This is a triple banger lightning round. Question three. Question three. Question number uh, three. I, I know you're going to spend some time in, uh, in New York. Uh, in the next two or three months. Uh, in, in fact, this might be our last episode for a little while until we can figure things out. Um, and they're going to do... Apparently, they were so impressed with some of your uh, acting work. That sounded foreboding. Huh? <laughs> no, we're going to keep figuring out episodes. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm there just saying, like... I felt some young woman in Nebraska, Lincoln, going, wait, what? <laughs> then she stopped immediately because she was in the middle of a robbery. Where she killed three people at a Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> you want it to make sense? You say it. <laughs> That's the best thing ever. That's such a re- reverse heckle. That's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> you want something to make sense? You say it. <laughs> I want to hear a comedian say that. Just close with that. Then throw the mic down and get off stage. Just like, that's the end of your set. That's your final show. That is my closer. Uh, that's the funniest thing. That's the best. Okay, the show peaked right there. Right there in the triple banger. Okay, so you're going to be in New York. And uh, you say it. Um, um, she knew the risks. She knew the risks. Um, okay, so you're gonna. Apparently, Broadway is uh, knocking on your door because uh, they've seen your work and they've 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 sort of super, they've done some new Broadway plays. Uh, just looking for you. through the window. Which one would you be interested in doing? Looking through the window. Well, uh, these are new ones. Oh, okay. Okay, these are new Broadway plays. That TJ, which one would you want to uh, star? Looking through in? the window. Okay. <laughs> which one would you want to star in? Sure, uh, the first one's called. <laughs> these are new uh, Broadway plays. They're going to write just for you. Right. Uh, the first one's called uh, the Donny Brook of Mormon. <laughs> I'll do it only if it's called the Donnie Brook of Mormon. Okay. Uh, 
The second one's called a Full Body Release over Broadway. <laughs> then there's uh, that requires yeah. everybody has umbrellas in the yeah. front couple rows. <laughs> uh, Laidler on the roof. Yeah, I do Laidler on the yeah. roof. Yeah. Just a guy who's like throwing handles into yeah. the street, going add a handle to anything that becomes a ladle. <laughs> Um, the next one's called uh, Beauty and the Nancy Grace. Oh, we found a pocket of Nancy Grace fans. No, I think that was almost called Doctor. She is uglier than sin itself. She looked like a dog shit, a human hand that picked up other dog shit in a plastic bag made of shit and pushed it into itself to become a greater, larger piece of shit. Uh, you guys are upset about that one. That was almost called uh, Dr. Nancy Grace and Hyde. So, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> But I know, you know, this one now, I think, uh, this one, the next one is uh, The Lion King 2, uh, Fuckin' and Truckin'. <laughs> I like that one. I'm yeah, done. I thought you'd like that one. The Lion King 2, Fuckin' and Truckin'. Oh, this, hey, I got a truckin' license. <laughs> say go big or go home on these ones I've been going fairly small and stink, sticking around <laughs> she just said staying around but like, sticking around was better and I started editing the little word and you know what, fuck it the moon wizard king and I <laughs> the moon wizard king's speech <laughs> The moon wizard, all the king's men. A funny thing. The moon wizard, lion king. It's a movie about a wizard from the moon, but he don't come home now, because he's still living the moon. Simba. We're going to move it on. Looking through uh, the window. Looking through the window. That's, that's a good one. That's the musical idea. Look at looking through the window. Den- Denver boys hanging and dangling. <laughs> Rent to own. <laughs> the sound of the extended play looking EP. Looking through the window. <laughs> looking through the window. I'm looking through the window at what could be. What might be? Is it me? Is it ye? Is it possibility? When I'm looking through the window, am I looking at me? <laughs> that's, that's a musical I'd be in. Looking I feel like it needs a little falsetto. Looking through the window. <laughs> Looking 
Sticking around for this bullshit anymore. Tonight's not really about where I am, it's where I really should have been. I want to tell you about where I was going to be tonight. The San Francisco Giants had a sleep out, a camp out. Oh, this is true. Yeah. Which was a camp where you, you camp out on to, the you field. Bring your kids. You bring your kids, and you have a tent on the field, and you watch games, you watch, a, uh, watch movies, and then you fall asleep at the ballpark. And TJ asked me to do this, and I, I put work before play. And but I fair, really you enjoyed are, you, it. You, you wanted a refund on the camp and you were able to. Yeah, I was able to get the refund and I can do it next year and it's fine. It's fine. And I'm happy to be here. You're a great crowd. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying doing this yeah, podcast. You were going to cancel anyway. Huh? You were going to cancel it anyway, right? Well, I had mixed feelings about it because you, you know, there you was some wake things, up early the next day. There were some things and I have to fly to Montana tomorrow. There was a big story behind it. But here's the interesting part about the story. I really, I was telling my wife, I really, the biggest thing for me was not just spending time with the kids. That, you know, it was, uh, it was that I was planning on having uh, intercourse with my wife uh, on the baseball field in the tent and maybe, you know, uh, just deflower the uh, AT&T Park in San Francisco. Would it have to have been completely silent and that intercourse? Was, and that was one, completely silent. Because I don't know if you guys do this, but even if you don't need to, every month or two, you should have completely silent intercourse. <laughs> just have sex with who you're with and just under the bed. Don't talk. <laughs> do it underneath the bed. Yeah. yeah. See yeah. what's down there. Yeah. Muffle it with the bed. You ever been making love under a bed? And a little mouse comes running. <laughs> and you look at the mouse right in its eyes. Just at the moment when you ejaculate. <laughs> and he squeaks. And you squeak. And he squeaks. And you squeak. And then he reaches for the cheese. But before he can get there, you swoop in. And you grab it with your own mouth. And the trap breaks your nose. <laughs> You ever done that? Uh, uh, you're on fire tonight. I, sometimes I don't understand all of it, but um, I, I was, I was going to be making love in the middle of the field, and that was my first thought. Again, no need for a segue. We're basically just having two separate conversations this evening. 
Let's be real. I mean, I've decided that that's the way the show has to be now. We're just going to have two separate... Co- we might as well... And so, spot, and so, and so I, I said, talk yeah, si- that's all you need is lemons. We you should do a show where we talk simultaneously and people listen in one Everybody's ear and in the other ear is me and one ear is him. I'm going to split the show in two ears. <laughs> so we were, we were gonna. So we were, we were. <laughs> Seriously, though. So I told my wife this. I said, I, I just, I'm a little bummed. She's like, Are you bummed we can't do the sleep out? I'm like, We can do it next year. I'm just a little bummed we couldn't make love in the middle of the field. It would make more fun to, you know, it'd be more fun to watch games from then on. And it's sort of been great. Isn't that the first thing you thought of when we had those tickets for that sleep out? And she's like, No, the first thing I thought of was s'mores. And, <laughs> you know, because they were going to give you free s'mores at the ballpark. Maybe she was... And I do think... Maybe she's... Maybe she's talking about that dick. <laughs> yeah, I don't think maybe she's ever she referred to it. S'more. Give yeah. me a little s'more of that sweet, sweet cash honey stick. I don't think I'd marry or even date someone that had a pet name for my penis. Yeah, it just doesn't work for me. Why? What? Do you have one? It just doesn't work for me. I think that'd be a real turnoff if my wife or girlfriend called my penis a different name. Oh, but... come on. You don't, have a, you don't have a name for his penis? No. You really don't? No. You don't call it s'mores? No. You don't call it marshmallow? And then you press chocolate on either side, press together two graham crackers, and push a sharpened stick through his dick. <laughs> Not a great comedian. <laughs> but I do think that kind of illustrates one of the differences between men and women, and that's that we, you know, we might think about sex a little bit earlier. So they think about food or desserts or stabbing with sharpened sticks. It was fairly stereotypical that she thought of s'mores and I thought of having sex in a in a tent. Whenever, uh, I, second base. whenever I'm in a tent in a Major League Baseball field, first thing I think about is, what's my lady nicknaming my Sweeney? <laughs> Which is my nickname for my dick. Because <laughs> when it's time for a haircut, my dick slips that way. What does that mean? When it's time for a haircut, my dick slits that throat. That's what I just said. Permanently on record. Forever, you can search the internet. And be like, one time I think he was talking about how he nicknamed his dick Sweeney Todd because when his penis gives a haircut, it slits the throat of that's the end of the meaning of it. I feel like this crowd at this point isn't looking for, for meaning uh, from every single comment. That's why I think it's, you know, uh, it didn't have to make total sense. You know, Dr. Seuss often didn't make perfect sense. I don't sense. understand a word you're saying. Right now. <laughs> We're going to move on to essential questions because it, it plays into what I'm talking about here. Essential questions? Okay. And, uh, <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, that was it, but he stopped it short. He's like, I don't like that. This is Tweedalive. No, that's not the right one. <laughs> it's, it's called essential questions. Essential questions of human nature. Can you uh, turn that up a little bit? <laughs> I feel like. 
the music. We want it to pulsate within our chest and our hearts. You know? I wonder if anyone listens to our show that way. You know, in their car, just that loud. Just cranks it to a point where it's actually... I mean, that, that uh, falsetto baritone duet, somebody's going to crank that. Yeah. Yeah. We were here. Yeah, well, breaking. I mean, I do like the, the song itself, though, the way he says this is Tweedalize. Yeah. He kind of is being a little bitchy about it. He's yeah. like, this is Tweedalize. Well, yeah. we're going to have to hear it all over again, and it's yeah. not going to well, make it. I think we might do that section. We might do that section later. I'm not sure. We'll see if we get to it. Uh, this is Essential Questions. Um, the Wright Brothers, uh, members of the 10 Foot High Club. <laughs> And no, that's what I, I hope not, because no. then that means they fucked on their yes. first flight. Not each other. They didn't have to be the first one. <laughs> what do you mean, not each other? When they have to be the people, first. Here's what they did. They each had a girl, the and they're like, here's the deal. If this thing works, you got to fuck me. <laughs> on that way. Halfway on that through wing. the first flight. Yeah, on that way. And do not look at my brother. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because he will stare you down, and it will be impossible for me to ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The minute... People invent things, they figure out ways to use them for sex almost immediately. This is Whether it be the internet guy, or This the is TV. coming from a guy who said that he was disappointed that he couldn't have <laughs> sex with his wife in a tent and his children's baseball. That's what I'm saying. And I'm no different than the Wright brothers. Because one of those Wright brothers did have sex on that plane. Imagine that in court, and that's what I'm saying, Your Honor. I'm no different than the Wright brothers. They, too, would have fucked in a tent silently at their children's baseball camp. Why were there no women that walked on the moon? Why? Because they would not have let a woman... Everyone's offended. I don't know what... Let me tell you where I'm going with it. Because they knew it would have been a fuck fest up there. It would have been like the Olympics on the moon. It would have been like the Olympics. They didn't want everyone having sex too much. That's all. Because the first thing anyone wanted to do when they got to the moon was have sex. I've said some pretty nonsensical shit tonight. I know that. I'm sure people wanted... What you just said makes so little sense that people were offended by it without understanding it. I know, but then I explained it. That's why there were no women on the moon. No, I explained it. Oh, wait, what? Why? Because they would fuck on the moon. I I explained it, and that's why we're friends again. This guy, this guy who just yelled out, no, I understand. You're the craziest of all. I explained myself. There's nothing to do with women versus men. It's just the fact that if you had... All anybody wanted to do was have sex on the moon and be the first to have sex on the moon. I'm not arguing about that. And why are you saying boo? (laughs) Are you like, oh, fuck that. You think the moon's just about fucking? (laughs) It's about periods, too. (laughs) Now, why wasn't that upsetting to you? Uh, I mean, that is ridiculous. 
the entire last time. I'm saying that most inventions have ended up. You have sex. Well, saying, they invented the car and people had so sex in it take pretty quickly. They had sex in the back of a car pretty quickly after it was invented. The Mile High Club, okay? You had uh, the, you invent the internet and porn was created almost instantaneously. But the internet? You're saying I, I got to talk to you about this. You think they dial up porn? And the second they could, they were like, we gotta fuck in this internet. (laughs) No, we gotta watch people have sex on the internet and then we'll have sex. We gotta put our sex on there. It was quick. You don't think so? I agree. (laughs) Well, you think it took a while? You act like it's some major achievement. Like, oh no, people didn't figure out how to put porn on the internet for quite a while. I'm just saying you're, the, the metaphor is becoming malleable because you're starting to say, like, oh, the internet, they put people having sex people on People use the it for sexual purposes. Well, that's true, but here's my question then. When did that happen with fire? When they discovered fire? <laughs> Pretty quickly where they're like, hey, look, I found fire. And he's like, you want to fuck in it? <laughs> Maybe that's how they invented the tanning salon. Yeah. It wasn't great, but it was pretty good, so I decided that. No, you you know, you you won that argument too. Uh, I but one more one more essential question for you. Uh, this is gonna go in a different direction because I know the sex thing upsets some people. And we need some time to kind of regrow and have a little rebirth here. Regroup, regroup, regrow dark. We need to regroup each other. Um, should smoke alarms be called uh, your batteries are dead alarms? Because um, most smoke alarms are just really false alarms. In fact, if you set up a smoke alarm or a smoke detector to a lie detector, it would never pass. It's pretty much always just crying out uh, that it needs new batteries. It has nothing to do with the fire itself. I mean, I agree with that. And I, then people have sex on top of it. No, they do. And they I, fuck inside the smoke alarm. I've also uh, always found that uh, Chinese fire drills are just alarmingly racist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess as you were saying that, I thought of that, and that's... It was, to be honest with you, yeah, I just left that. it all on the field. You did. That's, really, that's, that's the best I think I could ever do or have ever done in my life. The best man can get. You know what? I'd like to move it along to a section we like to call. It's a working title. It's called the Tweetalize, and it's just a working title. We're kind of thinking of other, you know, things we might call it. It's called Tweetalize. It's just sort of a working title. This is Tweedledee. Yeah, I mean, other people have different names for it. Like, everybody's different. Some people call it uh, Problems All Inside Your Head, she said to me. Answers easy if you take it logically. I want to help you with your struggle to be free. There must be 50 ways to tweet your lover. 50 ways to tweet your lover. Just slip out the back, yeah. Make a new pound stand. Don't need to be coy, Roy. Just listen to me. Hop on the bus, guys. No need to discuss much. Just talk about the Keeley. And get yourself free. 
You know, it grieves me to see you in such pain. No, no, I'm not doing that. Falsetto, it's got to be. I'm not, I, you know, I'm not doing the whole song. Let's I just, do that that's just some people Let's like to do that. Let's do that, Gus Bus, when well, I'll do some the people... do it. Hop on the bus, Gus. <laughs> no, you're not falsetto. Oh, you want me falsetto? All right, now I'm starting to feel right, like some kind of party right. animal for your pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> you hate the falsetto, though. I do, and I'd rather we weren't even doing any singing in the whole show. <laughs> A second, but if this from the guy. If you're gonna do your signature bit of falsetto and not do it in falsetto, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I'm gonna do you right now. Hey, if you don't like it, sing it yourself. <laughs> There's other things that people call this section anyway. Some of them call it "Do the Russians tweet." Children, too. <laughs> uh, you know, some people call it that. Uh, other people call it a uh, nasty day for a white wedding. Tweet again! <laughs> nasty day to tweet again! <laughs> uh, other people have different names for it. When you close your eyes, do you tweet about me? When you close your eyes, do you tweet about me? <laughs> you know, people call it different things, you know. Every time you go away, there she is. You take a piece of tweet with you. There's a lot Every of Every time you go away. <laughs> But you know, every time you go away, you take a piece of tweet with you. That works. I wouldn't say with you, but I said with Mew. How about this? Oh, tweet child of mine. Tweet child of mine. But for some reason, people's favorite is Ah, Telling me the things you want to do for me I try, but I don't like the things I see You're gonna do the twist You're gonna do the twist you don't know me, but I'm your brother. Okay. Yeah, that's good. You know what? We're gonna have to edit all that out. No. For the live shows. That was the. Uh, I have some tweets that you did. Um, you wrote uh, the primary aim of existence. Uh, is to release your anxiety about death. Once that is finished, life begins. And then a little bit later you wrote, um, sometimes everyone pees in the sink, <laughs> but not all at the same time. <laughs> so it's sort of, that's what I love about your tweets. You know, you, you really... But that's both of those things are you really, true. Yeah. Read the first one again, just one yeah. more time. The primary aim of existence primary is to release your anxiety... About death. Release your anxiety about death. 
Once that is finished, life begins. Once you do that, then you can begin living. You stop worrying about dying. And then, now read the next mm-hmm. one. Sometimes, everyone pees in the sink. It's true. But not all at the same time. That would be so insane. <laughs> if everyone peed in the sink all the time. It's true that sometimes people pee in the sink, always. No, but, you know, so both are equally true. It's just... Did you just say, hey now? Oh, then now she's leaving again. She's like, first it was how he looked, and now it's how he sounds. All right, I don't and that's remember. a deadly combo. You wrote, yeah, these, yeah. I like these two tweets. You yeah. wrote, most of my thoughts for the last 48 hours have included Snickers ice cream bars. Mm-hmm. And then we, after later show- you wrote, check that. I thought of nothing but Snickers ice cream bars for the last 48 hours. Does that make me a bad person? <laughs> Hashtag, I have a problem. Well, we went, uh, after our Portland show, uh, we went out. That was so fun. You're really fun to party with. It's, you're fun to, you're to, fun to hang out with, I should it's say. Fun it's just fun to... Thank you guys for coming to the show. Yeah, thank you for coming tonight, to... too. We went to, uh, we went out in Portland and we, we quickly found ourselves at the hotel uh, market. And, you know, the market wasn't really things you'd buy at a market. There were no, like, uh, you know, oranges or, or bananas or grapes. It was mainly just uh, candy and uh, chips. And we managed to, I don't know if you realize this because we put it on my tab, uh, we managed to eat. <laughs> We managed to eat in one evening uh, over uh, $70 worth of food uh, at the market, uh, primarily uh, Snickers ice cream bars. Well, they call it a fresh market. It's not. Nothing is fresh. It's just, it should be called the Hyatt convenience store. And, but we went in and Cash had never had a Snickers ice cream bar, ever. In his life, yeah. Do you feel as some of you have never thought about this, but when I said it out loud, everyone's like... Wait, what, he hasn't? Because <laughs> it is yeah. so delicious, so good. It's amazing. But, so here's the deal. He'd only have Snickers his entire life. Yeah. And then here I am saying, oh, there's a Snickers ice cream bar. It's better than the Snickers. And he, of course, is like, fuck that. There's not a chance in hell. Snickers is delicious. It satisfies. <laughs> what could be better than that? And yeah. so I said, I go, look, you, this is satisfaction. Get ready to feel overly sad. I forget what I said. It wasn't funny. But what I did say was try this. And I, had, I that was an amazing moment. It was an amazing evening. You gave your first yeah. Snickers ice cream it was, I'll never forget it. I mean, it was, uh, I, was I was a virgin uh, before that. And you popped my cherry. Not yeah. something that he said to me then, and not something I wish he had just said just now. <laughs> but no, really though. And then we discussed I like to see a the pros and cons when they eat. Yeah. If you guys remember the first time you ate it, and you're like, "What? Delicious." Because here's my theory: nougat is heavy. Okay, it's dense, and if you eat a Snickers bar, it never doesn't feel like some sort of like a little bit of a gut bomb. It's just a little heavy. Nougat wants to be vanilla ice cream. That's the only reason Milky Way still exists. Oh, trust me. I'm thinking about this shit. The only, re- the only reason Milky Way still exists is because the nougat is creamy and it's most of, most of the candy bar is nougat. Peanuts and caramel and chocolate is too much. So people with Milky Way, it's mostly, not to be, but girls mostly eat Milky Way. There's not a lot of guys who are like, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Tear into a, it's not like a Slim Jim. You're like, I just tear into a fucking Milky Way after a hard day of work. Yum! It's like just fighting into clouds. 
But so the Snickers ice cream bar, the ice cream is what you want. It's perfect. It's cold. People yeah. freeze Snickers. It's a, it's perfect. And Cash, when he ate it for the first time, you and he was like, "What the fuck?" Like I'm sure it was. You remember when you were a baby and the first time you have heroin? You just, I'll never forget that moment. But did you? you it was amazing, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was amazing. Is it better than Snickers? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In fact. Snickers is horseshit compared <laughs> to the Snickers ice cream bar, you know? Um, and, you know, we discussed every food, the pros and cons. We went, and we, we spent probably two hours just you know, maybe eating uh, at the market there and going pros and cons with every single thing we were going to eat. So a lot of discussion uh, about savory versus sweet. Kind of a lot of discussion about what, what uh, order you should do that. I had a brief moment where I was really angry and yelling. <laughs> about how sweet tarts are an essential component of an entire evening. That, do you even remember that? Yeah, I felt differently. Yeah, yeah and, and It's the only type of candy or food. It's the, it's the palate cleanser that's like, wake the fuck up! It's not sorbet. It's just like, it can be tart and it can be sweet! It reminds you of what human ingenuity can do. Sorry, keep going. No, that was it. Right. My favorite part was right at the end of the evening, he kind of turned to me and said, you know, we talk about birdbath conversations, but maybe we should have Snickers ice cream bar conversations. And, uh, those, those that's a conversation that leads to some real realizations. Real stuff. Because here's the thing. Yeah. And then I, listen, I want us to move on, yeah. and I apologize, yeah. but I'm going to say this right now. If Snickers ice cream bars didn't have to be refrigerated, then Snickers bars would become extinct. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you just said it. You just said it right. Thank you. Good night. And let's move it along to something we like to call uh, uh, Tiny Opinions. Uh, tiny Opinions. Though they are, in fact, normal size, they have Tiny Opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hitchhiking. Uh, I think it should be called hitching. Because uh, there's really not that much hiking going on, it seems like, anymore. It depends on how you big know? the car is. In fact, next time you don't pick someone up, you should say, I'm helping you with the hiking part. Okay? I mean, you should fucking thank me. Hitchhiking, if it's like a really low, if it's like a low rider car, yeah. then you're just hitch ducking into it. But if it's a big, if you got a, like a double wide, you know, not a double wide, but a large truck. It's raised. That's it's a bit of a hike to get into that hitch. You know what I'm saying? And here's what I will say: if you gotta hike more than 20, 30 minutes to get into the car you're hitching a ride from, that there's a hitchhike. <laughs> Fuck you. Unbelievable. I'm not disappointed in you, I'm disappointed in myself, but I'm also old enough to admit how immature I'm being. Have you ever hitchhiked? I did once, but I, you know what I did? I hitchhiked, and I, I thought that they were going to pull a knife on me and kill me, you know, <laughs> and rape my dead body and eat me. But I wasn't going to let them get there first. <laughs> Thank you.
That joke really did go via satellite to the whole group. It took, there was a long delay there. It means a lot to me that earlier yeah. I wasn't doing as well, and they're like, wait, hold on. You raped and killed and that, I like it. Hey guys, we're going to finish up uh, with a, a section called the Maskers. And, uh, yeah, let me just, I really want to make this clear because I think yeah. I saw somebody outside. In fact, I'm sure I did. I had my eyes open, and it's a city. <laughs> this section is called Maskers. It's not about masks. It's called. <laughs> it's called Ask the Masters. That's why we call it Maskers. Like 85% of superheroes. So that, that audio was beamed out from somewhere else. That, was, that, that, that actually was beamed like in from Tijuana. That sounds like he's playing it into an airline headphones that's plugged into a donkey's asshole. All right, sorry, sorry. All right, so it's not about masks. Ask us. We couldn't call it askers. Ask the masters. Or asters. That was our other option. Asters or maskers. So don't ask about masks. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, I've got a maskers here from uh, from Luke. <laughs> I'm serious. You want it to make sense? You say it. I'm serious. <laughs> This is from Luke Forney. Uh, he writes, uh, from the penis's perspective, uh, doesn't it make more sense to wash your hands before you pee? Yes. I like that. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, yeah, you're just dick- looking out for the penis. Well, and also, it doesn't make a... Luke Forney is. It doesn't make a penis feel good if it's like, well, I guess you can touch me. I don't know where those hands have been, but as soon exactly. as you touch me, you've got to wipe... And also, who is waking up showering, putting on their clothes, and then like halfway through the day, taking their dick out and just rubbing it in garbage? (laughs) It's like, I gotta go on a smoke break. Just kidding. I'm rubbing my dick all over this alley. (laughs) And then if I go to the bathroom in the future and don't wash my hands, you'll all get pink eyed. (laughs) (laughs) They're done with me. Keep going. Got to move forward. I'm giving everything I've gotten. It's just, it's so well crafted. But all of us are like, it is Wednesday. Um, God. Jay Hill uh, asks, uh, shouldn't beheading be called deheading? That's another great one. Yeah, I mean, we have such smart listeners. It's great. Well, here's my question. What would you guys call it? If it's not beheading, which beheading then becomes really funny because it's like you're being punished. By us adding another head. <laughs> Boom. Now you have to order twice the amount of food. I mean, god damn it. <laughs> I'm not upset. I just, I understand. But also, beheading is swiping an axe that magically adds another head and then your punishment is that you have to pay twice as much for food and eat half as little. Go ahead. Just say the next thing. Uh, this, I'm doing this one because he lives here. Jonas Polsky uh, um, writes, Conjoined twins with a one-man show. Incredible bargain or false advertising? <laughs> 
is it a bargain you show up like so this guy's supposed to be holy shit it's two people joined at a part of their body that I think about wow that's one type of life but if you're joined at other parts of your body what would that be like <laughs> and now I know that was complicated but let's think about it whenever you talked about to join twins it's very different if you can join twin where your heads are connected or your hips if your hips are connected you're sort of always doing this cool dance that permanently affixes you to the other person if you're joined by the head it's a different life if you're joined by the butt it's a different life probably none of you have thought what if you're joined by the ankles that's a weird one <laughs> So I'm saying, whenever you think about conjoined twins, you immediately think about, well, that's one type of life, but what would it be like if you were conjoined in any other part of your bodies? And here's where I've departed from you knowing <laughs> what I'm talking about. And I myself am the only one that knows why someone like me would talk about what I imagine I would talk about. <laughs> Uh, that smattering of applause is people being like, I think it's done. <laughs> have, you ever, um, have you ever heard of uh, uh, tang- Tangled Twins? The old Tangled Twins. Yeah, they, uh, they work at the uh, warehouse. They write for the show. In the early and, uh, 1800s, when you were born next to three other people being born at the same time, and there was only one midwife, sometimes the umbilical cords would get... Into Tangled. And we'd call you Tangled Twins. You'd live out your entire life with belly buttons that were still outies connected to one another. And whenever you ate calamari, it'd be weird. Couple couple live ones. Anybody uh, have any questions? Anybody? Anybody want to ask yeah. why this happened? Yeah. Piñata or drawing of a piñata? Piñata or drawing of a piñata? What would you rather have? Oh, a piñata. Really? Every yeah. time? Yes. Drawing a piñata. Uh, okay. Here's why. Piñata, every time you get a piñata, you feel like you have to break it. Yes or no? Yes. yes. It's weird to have an unrealized piñata. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of piñata? It's to break it. So, but a drawing of pinata, then you get to see somebody's interpretation of a pinata. You don't want to rip that up or destroy it. And you can keep them all as sort of a lexicon of the times that for some reason somebody has drawn a pinata. <laughs> That's my answer. Yeah, and uh, I'll just answer in a simpler way. Uh, I like candy. Uh, anybody else? Yeah. With, uh, when's no ticket required coming up? Oh, well, I've been working on the book. Um, it's terrible. Uh, what I found is that the stories are good, but I'm not Cash such a great a writer. Cash about yeah. sne- sneaking. Yeah, I finished it. It's just, I think I've tried to combine too much. Why don't you say right book. now when it's coming out? Right now. Okay. Uh, two, Choose a date. Okay, yeah? 2018. Uh, no, realistic March. date. Realistic date. I don't know. It's, it's done. What is I just it? need yeah, to I have revise. no idea. What, what, is I need to revise it. what is this month and year? July 2000 what? July 2000. This says a lot about you that you don't know what month and year it is. And it says a lot about you that I made that joke expecting everyone to understand it, but you're still using it as an obstacle to telling you when people are going to see this book executed. It says a lot about you that you're trying to distract people from the fact you didn't know. Oh, you're back. Oh, that's okay. 
in any July event, 2014. I, I, when is it coming out? You know, it, it, let's it say it right tomorrow. now. Do you guys want to hear the release date? Yeah. 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 Okay, March 31st, 2018. In four years. Did you say it was done? Did you say it was done? Did you say three weeks? I said it was worth the wait. Okay, it's that's the problem. You know. When, the when stories are release it? It'll come out in I'll a year. Release it the when, next year. When? Uh, in the next year. Well, just say, just yeah. say when it is. Okay. Um, March thirty first, two thousand fifteen. Oh wait, I didn't. That was too close. That was too soon. No, that's it. March thirty first, two thousand fifteen. March thirty first, two thousand fifteen. March thirty first. 
Now leaving Nerdist.com.